0: Hello and welcome to a new episode of Small Wins. I am your host, Yvan Delia La Victoire, and today we're going to be talking about, I would say, probably the most underrated challenge that I've experienced myself and witnessed by talking to other people who are also in the football space. So what we're going to talk about today is content creation fatigue. It is a big challenge. It is a you know something that we all, for the most part, experiencing, especially when you're, you know, working on a side hustle by yourself or have a very small team, and it's something that can often prevent us from moving forward and and doing the thing that we should be doing in the football space. To to be very very honest, I've experienced this. I've experienced this multiple times myself because. You know, it's a, I wouldn't say it's a, yeah, it it is a normal problem that we all have to. So for, you know, if you feel feel that you're the only one experiencing this, I can reassure you in a way that I would assume that a lot of people who are creating content in football are also experiencing. And, you know, if I'm looking at it from my own perspective, it feels like for, for me, it felt like I was putting myself unnecessary pressure to consistently create uh "Quote unquote," engaging content, and I would you know put other things aside just for the sake of creating content and just for the sake of being kind of on the ball when it came to creating content in a timely manner. Today, I realized that you know it didn't really, it didn't really help me or my brand you know advance at a at a bigger pace. You know, it's something that I felt I needed to do, and for some reason, I did it. And again, putting aside things that I should have been doing. And, you know, in the end, I was myself becoming very exhausted and tired and at kind of keeping the pace or the, 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 yeah, the pace of creating content. And you realize that there's no kind of end to it. It's literally just a wheel that keeps turning and turning. And if you're, you know, building something bigger than just putting content online for the sake of putting content online, that, takes away from your, your your to-do list that you should be uh, achieving instead so not to say that you know content is still and will keep uh, be, you know keep being an important component of any brand or you know building especially online or, or in the digital marketing space but it's very important for you to have kind of a bigger outlook on what it is you need to do, and also what type of content that you need to produce to, you know, move the needle when it comes to kind of growing your brand. When I talk about, you know, there's a lot of talk about being consistent online. That doesn't mean that you should be producing every day a new piece of content. I see it all the time, especially in a space w- you know where, where, like football or any other sports, like where it's very event driven or it's very news driven so we're lucky to have access to a lot of information updates inspiration from the game and while that's all true and and you know football, in a way football doesn't really sleep you really need to get clear on your your brand's position when it comes to content in relation to the game of football so you know the the question you really need to be asking yourself at this stage is how is this content benefiting my brand and audience? so once you are you know able to really start clarifying that, you're taking the right step or the or, or one important step towards preventing content fatigue so in order to deal with or, or learn to deal with content fatigue i I'm gonna share a few methods that I've used myself and that I've seen others use or or you know, by talking to them, I realized that they were also, you know, using these tips to prevent themselves from uh, getting content fatigue. And the, 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 the main, main takeaway from all these, these great tips is that, you know, you really need to get clear on your brand's position. If you're offering a product, you know, looking to offer a new service, or, you know, even if you're a media platform, even if you're in a sense, like news oriented, you really need to get very clear on what it is that you want to be producing and how it's, again, benefiting your brand's progress, growth, and also looking at how it's benefiting your audience as well. So first thing that that I would suggest in preventing or helping or taking a step towards preventing fatigue is looking at the strategy, structure, and systems approach that I've shared in the previous episode. So that was episode twenty-four. Basically, the way I look at, you know, adding focus, adding kind of a process to your to your brand building experience is really defining what your strategy is, the structure, so how you're going to be achieving that strategy and the systems is how or the the method or the, the routine that you're going to put in place to help achieve that strategy and structure so strategy is really like like i mentioned earlier is kind of defining how you're going to attract engage and convert with your audience it's important at this stage that you focus on the type of message that you want to address super important here or, or something that you can also identify at this stage is you know start understanding what your audience looks like or what your you know, target audience would look like. So understanding maybe the challenges that they have, the needs and the wants that they are looking for. But you know, in some extent, maybe they're not ex- expressing it directly, but by doing the, the right research or addressing it with someone in your target audience, you're in a better position to understand what they're looking for, what they'd like to see, what's missing also in the football space. I know it's a big, big space where... There's a lot of you know players and competitors and 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 you know brands in there, but maybe there's something within your you know market or niche market that someone that is forgotten or that is not addressed, and maybe you can that's where maybe you can see an option the structure is basically how you're gonna achieve that strategy and I would mention at this stage also when you're gonna be doing the work again, if you're going back into you know I'm gonna use the media platform example because that's where I've noticed content fatigue the most. So let's say you have a an episode or a show or, you know, an article that comes out that, that is published once a week on a Friday. What that means essentially is, you know, you have to get organized and plan accordingly for that specific date. Maybe it's, you know, writing the, the script. Maybe it's listing the topics that you want to address. Maybe it's, you know, finding time to do or, or putting the time to research a topic or searching research the way that you're going to address this topic but essentially that's the structure and then the system is basically the 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 tools and the the way you're going to approach that structure so knowing that your articles show whatever it is like your episode goes on a friday you're going to be looking at which tools you'll need to use to to achieve that which you know what is your preparation and the lead up to it and also and very important is what you you need to do after you've produced this episode so we tend to forget sometimes that content creation is a pretty demanding process to be honest no matter the 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 output that you're putting uh, so it's really important to also see you know once you've you've finished recording or you've finished writing the article what do you need to do you need to proofread it you need to find an image. You need to put it online. You need to write the SEO title and description, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, it's very important for you to consider that and, again, to build and to at least map out the way that you're going to build this content. First of all, by, by seeing maybe a visual view of what needs to be done, you can start maybe focusing on the things that are more important for you and then second of all by looking at the process you can maybe look at maybe not maybe but eliminating some of the things that are not necessary or you know in time when your brand is growing start looking at how you can delegate or even automate some of the processes so that's pretty much the i would say the i would say easy it's not easy but it's the a structured approach to having to preventing your content fatigue and I'll say it multiple times, I'll repeat it, but it's also very important for you to get real about your routine and your workload. If this is a side hustle that you're building by all means, you're you know, if you think that you're going to be producing content every single day, I don't know what your schedule looks like, but I'm pretty sure that there are other things in your life that you'd also need to put time in, so you know, be realistic in your approach when it comes to that. Other ways that you can Explore that you can explore to prevent or at least just stop content fatigue is uh, longer form content. I know this is something that is much more demanding in a sense, but the idea of having longer form content puts you, first of all, puts you maybe in a different, in a way that you can differentiate yourself from other brands, but also create a stronger connection with your your audience again. That's where you are able to understand or start understanding more and more your target audience and catering to them to a certain extent and also it's it's you know it's it's something that's a bit more obvious when you start creating creating a lot of long form content but it's providing you with opportunities to break down this longer piece of content into short form pieces so if you want to you know relaunch an episode that you did maybe a few weeks later or the week after you have multiple options to broadcast it or di- distribute it through smaller clips but maybe maybe an important message that that stands out from that episode or that that article and and really put you in a position where you can keep you know creating content from the bigger let's say core content that you've created another method that i've used in the past and i'm restarting to use it is simply called uh, content batching what that means is really you, you create, you know, you spend more time on it, but you, you create a, a bigger load of content in a specific focus time that you have. So let's say that you allocate, uh, you know, four hours per week to your, you know, creation, to content creation for your brand. Maybe what you can do is, okay, maybe I can increase the number of work that I'm going to allocate that this week but i'm doing the content for the entire month or i'm planning the content for the entire month so again it depends on what type of of brand you are so if you are you know obviously news related then maybe content batching isn't something that you want to be doing but if you are maybe a brand that goes back in history and analyzes certain events or you want to talk about a specific era or player that you that you enjoyed in the past, that you want people to learn about, well, that can be something that you can batch. So you can start, you know, doing your research, listing maybe multiple events, players, or, or moments, and then build content from that. And then once you're done, you know, maybe you've spent, instead of four hours per week, you've spent, you know, eight hours this week. You don't have to spend or put more time into content creation for another month. So it is something, you know, that, that gets better with time. The first time that you're going to try batching, you're going to realize that maybe it's taking a bit more time than you would think it would take. But again, it's just a a way that you can kind of distance yourself from the content creation race or or always being kind of active online just because you, you feel that you need to create content. That's one other method. Another method That's uh, more appropriate when you're realizing that uh, you're spreading yourself thin. Uh, That is one major problem that we're experiencing. There are, you know, there are a lot of platforms out there. There are a lot of ways that we can create content within a single platform. And often, you know, when we get started on finding or, or building our content strategy or thinking of ways that we can build content, it really feels like the world is ours. It feels like we have all these amazing ideas, uh, we feel that we, we can finally claim our position in the space and really kind of build something that's going to be huge and people are going to love. But, you know, if I'm being very honest again, it's, we tend to forget that creating content is such a, a very demanding process. It's we, we ignore it maybe when we get started because we, we want to achieve so much. But creating content is a hell of a process. It's not something that is that can be done in, in seconds or minutes. I know I see a lot of videos and, and reels on on Instagram about, you know, creating 100 pieces of content thanks to AI in five minutes or less. While that's true, I'm not very convinced that it's con- content that is appropriate, not appropriate, but engaging, first of all, and also that builds a true connection with your audience. So to be a little uh, side note here that I've, I've I'm sharing, but, you know, to go back on, on the, the creation process, we need to accept and understand that you know it's gonna take time to, to to create good content for your brand and your audience. And in time, you'll get better, you'll improve in maybe specific elements of the process. Or like I mentioned, maybe you can automate some of the things or simply remove some of the steps that aren't necessary anymore for you. But it's it's important to realize that we again going back on on sharing on multiple platforms and types of content yes i rec- like i would say yes if if you feel that you have a team big enough or or you 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 have enough you know people to help build all these content then by all means go for it but at the same time you know if you're like me and you're a solopreneur or you have limited time and resource to build or to branch out to other people then you know, focusing on one platform and one you know, I would say topic or message, and do it well. Then that's probably the way to go to get started. As you're getting you know more used to it, as you are improving the way that you're creating content and improving, or you know, yeah, improving the 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 time that you're spending on 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 content creation. You can add maybe another topic or you can add another platform, but. If you're able to focus on one platform, one topic specifically, first of all, you're you're much more again, you're much more focused. I'm trying to find another word to talk about it, but you're much more focused on that specific content piece that you're creating. And then what happens is you're also getting access to feedback and and data and and you know, metrics from that specific platform that you can take action on. As again, as you're improving, you can add another platform. You can maybe, you know, like I'm doing right now. So I'm recording an, a podcast episode, but I know that I can, you know, send a newsletter with a link to the podcast episode where my newsletter subscribers can access the, the, the podcast episode. So it's these little things, but the focus again, the core, you know, the, the core content is on one platform and it's about, you know, one specific topic. So, so get real about that. It's it's important. Uh, if you are getting started, I would say that's probably the best way to get started. It's it's you know part of the start small approach and then build from that. If you are you know in too deep and you've multi, you know you've you you, you created content on so many platforms, I would say maybe look at which platform for you is is the most important for now or the most where you're getting the most results and work from that and then. As you're getting comfortable, as you're getting better, see how you can add uh, another platform that you're on and see where you can uh, add value there. So I'm not going to, you know, <laughs> if you want to go all in on this amazing football idea, I'm not going to stop you. It's, it's it's great that we're seeing a lot of people build from a place of passion. But again, from my own experience and, and seeing others do the same, the process of publishing on many platforms and many topics is one that gets, you know, Exhausting very fast. So, for you, very getting, you know, going back on the real life, it's important to get real about your own schedule, your own reality. And also, like I said, do take the time to do one thing properly and then move on from it. So, the starting with one piece of content is great because you're able to master it and then see what else you can add to it. And again, going back to the i mentioned it earlier but going back to your strategy or your brand strategy rather is is always a good thing because that's where you're able to see you know where you know what your audience looks like what the type of message you can address and then build from that but that's always a great starting point when you're maybe feeling that the 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 fatigue is creeping in or that you're creating too much content and it's not giving you the results that you want going back to your strategy and you know again- stru- structure and systems also, but strategy is a great way for you to see you know what am i what am I doing here? why am I doing this, or you know where do you know what's the option for me to discuss a specific topic that can generate uh, engagement and results for my brand and audience so all this to say, when we look at content, it's often perceived as something entertaining and fun, and it's true it's it's the the, the main principle in a sense of content, especially from a footballing perspective. But if you're looking at it from your own, maybe brand perspective, even if it's a side project for you, you have to remember that your content is kind of the vehicle that helps your audience, your audience's journey with your brand. So we tend to forget, but basically, you're you're attracting your audience for a specific reason. And you need to get to really clarify what that goal is, or what that conversion should look like for you. So, the content is the way that they're gonna kind of get introduced to your brand and and navigate to your the your your brand's journey in a sense. But if you're able to see it from a larger point of view, where yeah you know yes you want to increase your followers, you want to create engagement around your brand. That's very true, and that's the, the case for all the brands online. But you also want to take, you know, help them take action, whether it's, you know, get in touch with you, discover your products, inquire about your services, you know, access your portfolio if you're offering a, a creative service, buy something from your website. That's as simple as that. If you have a, a store, that's something that, that's an action that you want to take, or simply join an email list. That, that's another kind of underrated action that can be taken. But essentially, the content that you're producing is, you know, Step by step, helping them take that final conversion for your brand. So, yeah, that's a that's a lot to think about today. <laughs> I you know I I could go on and go go on and on, but for you, just you know looking back at what your content creation uh, workload or process looks like is a great way for you to get started. Be honest about your your own process. Be honest about your fatigue. We tend to forget sometimes when we're in the the content rat race in a sense that we you know we're doing this because we 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 want to do this, but it's it's important to just take a step back, just maybe even hey if you want to stop creating content for a bit, by all means please do because you you can stop and, and refocus your energy and, and and how do I say this yeah yeah just simply take the time to 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 reconnect with what it is you're doing. From my experience, I was creating content so much that it was at a point where I was like, what, what am I talking about? Why am I, you know, creating visuals on a Saturday morning when I'm watching soccer for the sake of getting, what, 25 likes? So I, you know, sometimes it got higher, but you know, essentially there was no reasoning behind it. So it's important to to to, to have that uh, that questioning and and again be honest about your fatigue i know it sucks i know it's something that i don't wish for you to have but it is a reality of the industry of the space that we're in of the the online the online reality that we live in uh, so really it's important that you get real about it and then uh take the necess- necessary action to uh prevent it in the future so just a recap multiple ways to deal with content creation fatigue the first one I would recommend is you know addressing or building your strategy structure and systems approach so focusing on how you're gonna attract your audience what you need to be ve- like what you need to share as a message identify their you know your audience's challenges needs and wants structure is what you're going to be doing to achieve that strategy uh, you know what are the messages or how you're gonna build your messages the, the platforms that and the you know medium that you're going to be using and the systems is really defining the process and the tools that you'll be accessing to build your content so that's the first one other methods of preventing or stopping creation content creation fatigue is exploring longer form content content batching is another one if you find yourself spreading yourself if you find that you're spreading yourself too thin focus on one platform and one topic that's another very real <laughs> and simple process that you can uh, method that you can use and the last one is take a take a break it's very very simple take a break and go back on your brand's mission and and strategy and see how you can improve your your method so it's a lot I said it earlier but I'll stop here if you want to go back to listen to the episode and take notes, by all means, go for it. As always, if you enjoyed this episode or find found this helpful for your own journey, I would love it if you could leave a star rating or an honest review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. First of all, it helps me gauge if this is relevant for you and your reality, but it also helps others discover this podcast. Uh, so when this episode ends, maybe just take a few seconds and write that little rating just, you know, or... Not rating, but move that little, uh, choose the number of stars that you want to assign to the to the podcast, or write an honest uh, review on the on the on your platform. So that's it for me for today. I wanted to thank you for listening. I wish you to have a great day. Keep building your football story, and don't forget to celebrate all your small wins. Take care.